Hey guys, in this week's episode, I'm talking about uh, like what it's like to be on the autism spectrum. Like, how do I, how does it feel to be autistic? How, from my point of view specifically, because I feel like a lot of people don't understand this, and they kind of, you know, a lot of people see autistic people as just being like Rain Man or just being like you know their friend's kid or whatever. And so this kind of bothers me. This is why I wanted to do this podcast. It's taken, um, I've taken some of the audio edited from uh, videos and stuff that I've put up to, to make this. So in case you feel like it's a bit jumpy, it's because um, it's taken from different types of conversations I've had on videos. So I hope you enjoy this podcast and I'd really love to hear from you guys. So if you're listening to this podcast right now and you'd love to reach out to me, I'd love to have you reach out to me. So you can get me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, and Facebook at the Aspie World, or you can uh, send me an email, dan at the aspieworld.com. I'd love to hear from you. Um, it'd be super awesome because everybody who listens to this podcast makes my day because this is something totally new that I've started, and we, you know we've hit 15k on here now, which is just amazing. So thank you so much. And if you want to support this podcast, there is a support option on my Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash the Aspie World. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Enjoy this episode. So autistic people, I mean like how much do the general public know about autistic people? There's this common misconception of autistic people that everybody is like Rain Man, right? And I did a uh, talk for the National Autistic Society talking about this exact thing where everyone thought, uh, you know, oh, everybody who's got autism is Rain Man. So what is Rain Man, one may ask? Well, Rain Man was a movie um, that featured Dustin Hoffman as an autistic savant individual with Tom Cruise and there's a bunch of stuff that goes with it. But the interesting thing about it is Rain Man is a savant, which is kind of, it's on the autism spectrum, but it isn't basically what you see as a day-to-day -day autistic individual. You see, most people see autistic individuals as um, all, all the same. They, they always think that, oh, this person has an autism spectrum condition, so they're gonna be uh, really good at maths, they're not gonna speak to anybody, they won't look anybody in the eyes ever, and you won't be able to have a conversation with them. Well, this isn't in fact true. You know, most of the people who I know on the autism spectrum have great ability to verbally express themselves through a vast vocabulary. Um, some of the most, um, you know, amazing people I've, I've met with autism actually don't have that good a math skills. You know, they don't have this um, technical math brain, which is fine because we are all individual. This is something that everybody always forgets. Now, I always get compared to, oh, you're not like that person's kid or, oh, you know, my friend's autistic and you're not like them. And I was like, well, that's interesting because we shouldn't be the same because we're not the same. We are individuals. We are different different people, but people always forget that. Now, I wanted to try and explain autism and, and kind of some of the things that I experience in my life right now. And people always ask that question, you know, what's it like being autistic? Well, here's some, some stuff that I would just want to share with you guys. So being autistic is kind of like being all by yourself in a crowded room. And what I mean by that is that it, there's so much going on in my brain that it's hard to comprehend what's what. And the only way I can explain it is like the circles, okay? Okay, the circle spinning. So you have this circle spinning over here, and this is like day life. You're just like, I'm gonna get up right now, and I have to get up. So my body clock is saying, get up, it's time to wake up. Okay, cool. And then we have another spinner over here. And this spinner is saying like, okay, you gotta remember to eat. You have to remember to eat, but your brain is thinking, I'm getting up, but I wanna do the, the cool things. I wanna get up and I wanna start making videos. I wanna get up and I wanna start learning my specific subject, my specific interest need. And then you have this set plan in your head of how the day is gonna go. So you get, you're spinning this plate here and then you're spinning this one here 
And then you have another one over here, which is like, I'm gonna go downstairs, I'm gonna get, you know, get, get changed, get my stuff out of the closet, the wardrobe, whatever. And then you've got these three things spinning and all these things are spinning, right? And they're all your things. And you can kind of manage all those things. You can look at them and say, okay, this one's spinning over here, this one's spinning over here. But somebody comes in and says, okay, we're, we're changing the plans. And then they hit one of those, those circles. It like, it flies off like a disc and it hits all the others. And by doing that, it just completely turns your day on its head. And the only way I can explain it is like, imagine setting up loads of dominoes in a row and then somebody flicking one of them and then setting them all off and you're like, okay, it's all going. But then somebody taking one of the middle ones away and then it only gets halfway through and the rest of them are still standing there. So all the stuff that you planned has now gone to heck and you're never gonna accomplish those things. So that's kind of like the dailies. That's kind of like my, you know, I have to like have my, my routines, my patterns and things that I'm gonna do in my day and I love those things and I feel like it can become very chaotic. Now the other thing is that I am quite content in my own head. I like the things I think about. I like my specific interests. I love talking about SEOs and I love talking about YouTube and aliens and stuff and cool stuff like that, right? But when you're confronted with real life where People want to talk to you about other things. They want to talk to you about the weather or shopping, or you have to comprehend something that's, you know, the logistical comprehension of how to articulate a shopping trip, which is completely difficult because your, tri your, your brain is, is, is very comfortable with the things that it knows, but then these people are in foreign interest and that foreign interest becomes chaotic and it becomes like, it's, there's only so much space inside my head and my mind is trying to keep up like a thousand miles an hour. And I hope some of this is making sense because it's hard to describe it any other way. And I feel like I'm constantly on a tipping point where I'm, I'm trying my best to make sure everything is, is kept up, like these plates are spinning, my day is going well, I'm remembering to do all those things, and I'm at a constant tipping point, which means that at any moment, this could all tip. And like tipping, I mean like, it, it could literally just, you know, a change in routine could cause my day to go completely off off the chart. And then like, if it, if it goes off the chart, then I'm gonna be like, uh-oh. And you know, going uh-oh and off the chart is basically when meltdowns happens and shutdowns happen and things like that. And some days I find life so exhausting that I can't even get up out of my bed because I just feel so overwhelmed with it. It's like um, there's white noise everywhere other than in my head. So when I'm in my head and I'm thinking about the things I'm thinking about, that's awesome. When I have to like interact with the world, it's kind of like white noise. It's like a like a hot white, like, like I can't, I, I don't know the best way to explain it. Like when you open your door, it's like, like so many things, noises, people, smells, like it's just, it's crazy. It's like literally, it's like imagine being really peaceful in bed and the next minute somebody throws you out of the bed and you're on the middle of the street, you're naked, you're cold and there's like a bunch of people walking past really fast and just like arguing with you and like shouting at you and stuff and there's like buses in the way, like beep, beep, all that kind of stuff. That's what it feels like every single time I want to go out of the house. It's crazy. So how do I deal with that? I actually put headphones in my ears and I wear sunglasses and I have a coat or a hoodie that's up to about here. Okay, it doesn't work that well in the summer but having a hat does actually help keep me quite secure and make me feel like I'm still in my own head. But above most things, like above most things at all in uh, in relation to the autism spectrum I feel like the most difficult thing is interacting with people I don't know traveling 
and um, the unexpected. Like, so I try my best to plan everything out. I try to be like uh, as efficient, as um, as on it, as uh, you know, organized as I possibly can. But the fear of the unknown cripples me so much so that when I uh, sometimes organize to go somewhere, I, I organize as much as I can. But the fear of the unknown will stop me going there 100%. And this obviously is an anxiety issue. This comes comorbidly with an autism spectrum condition, and that absolutely sucks. Now, dealing with people on a day-to-day -day basis is super difficult. And what I mean by this is, I know what I'm talking about, and I know all the things that I have planned out in my head to do and to talk about during the day, but when I go out and I have to speak to somebody, people will be like, oh, um, uh, you know, there, there's etiquette about like waiting in line in a certain fashion or certain things that you say to certain people and things that you can't say to certain people and things that may offend this person or offend that person. And all these are unwritten, untold uh, things that you're just supposed to just know. And for people on the autism spectrum with an autistic spectrum condition, this is difficult. I don't know these things. I don't know those boundaries. Like, it's it's so difficult to try and think in my head and go, okay. Right, that is um, that is not that's not appropriate to say here. Or that's appropriate to say that this stuff is challenging. This is why I just tend to just not talk to people in public. Now, um, a lot of the time, I get quite overwhelmed in big social situations. So if I'm like somewhere with like Naomi's family, so when we're with my uh, my girlfriend's family, I kind of get overwhelmed because when there's a lot of people and a lot of people want to say a lot of things, you you gotta imagine I'm spinning all these plates right now, and then they come in with all their plates, and we're all trying to spin them, and you're trying to it just. Ah, it's not gonna happen. And so this is one of the reasons why socializing is super, super difficult. But it doesn't mean that I don't want to. Like, I, I want to go and see friends. I want to see people. I want to talk to people. But I feel like it's you have to surround yourself with people that can understand you and that can support that specific need. Oh, yeah. Whilst we're talking about it, I guess eye contact is obviously one of those big issues. I don't actually like eye contact. I find it kind of really difficult. And I also find it super uncomfortable to make eye contact with people, especially people I don't even know. So, like, people on the autism spectrum can have issues and difficulties with things like food and textures and smells and sights and sounds and all these things are sensory overloading and all these are sensory input um, issues that are caused by something called sensory processing disorder. You know, that person's not being miserable. They're not being grumpy. They're not being uh, spoiled. They're not causing a tantrum. And they're also not fussy with their eating. What they actually are um, is either overly or underly sensitive to certain sensory stimuli. Now, this is designed to tell you guys about how people with autism, uh, you know, how, how they interact with the world, how they communicate with each other, how they communicate with the rest of the world around them. And this is me being honest and telling you guys how to do it. It's scary. The world is a scary place. When I was a little kid, I was absolutely frightened of everything. I had my parents have to walk me everywhere. I couldn't go anywhere on my own. The, 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 it, everything was so confusing. I didn't understand why we'd go from uh, this position to that position. I didn't understand why events took place in certain orders. They just seemed to be completely random. Like, you know, oh, we're going to school and then we're home and then we're going to the beach, but then we're going home and having dinner. It, all these were just completely unlinked events and it's made no sense to me. Um, the older I got, I, I still don't understand these things and I still fear for it. You know, I'm 33 uh, years old this year and I still can't understand how people can walk into the middle of a city on their own and just be like, okay, I'm going to order a coffee or a tea and just like be happy just sitting here ordering tea and coffee. That scares the living daylights out of me. Like I... I can't do that. I can't get on a train on my own. I can't get on a bus on my own. I can't. Um, uh, I can. I can drive places on my own. But when I get to the place, I can't get out and be on my. It's just like it's the craziest experience like ever. Because I see people doing it. And when I was a kid, I used to think, oh, when I'm older, 
I'm going to be cool because I'll be able to understand those things. I'll be able to go and do those things that other people are doing. And I'll be able to go and, you know, sit in the middle of like a coffee shop in Manchester or London or something and, and you know, just be like a normal person and just like, you know, I can't. I can't do those things. And that really, that's like the biggest issue. Like, I just want to be, I want to be as, as you know, I don't know. I don't know, I just want to fit in as much as possible in my eyes, and it's difficult, it's a constant battle to try and, you know, get into that. But anyway, that, that's just, just rubbish. I just uh, hope that you have learned something from this. My ramblings have, have really, like, opened your eyes and, and explained some stuff that maybe you haven't already thought about before or didn't even know about people before being, you know, on the spectrum. 